I don't know how many of you heard the interview I did last week with Dr. Christina Bowman. Uh, it's on YouTube. It wasn't a podcast, but it's worth listening to, and we'll put the link in the podcast notes here. But the truth is our organization is full of dozens of great people like Dr. Christina, uh, who over the last five, ten years have been involved maybe in multiple network marketing companies. The companies were great. The products or services were valuable for end users. But they had three percenters as leaders. And what I mean by that is those with transferable skills who had never really fully formulated real, unified, duplicatable systems for team members that were willing to put their head down and go to work. So consequently, these awesome people were never given a real sequential step-by-step process that enabled them to develop the skill sets and the mindsets necessary to build a real duplicating team. And we have dozens of these people on our team right now. Soon we'll have hundreds, then we'll have thousands, and in the future we'll have tens of thousands. So Every day, we look for hard-working, honest people who believe in the network marketing profession, but know there's just something missing. Uh, Many of you are doing the same thing we're doing, but you're doing it in a way that's been taught to you, uh, you know, sharing with you, you have to form people, talk about their family, their occupation, what they do for recreation, and then the message you want to give them. You know, you've been taught to form people and try to establish relationships first, even though it is considered mainstream best business practice in network marketing to approach social media that way. It will never work. If you happen to be part of the one-tenth of one percent that this will work for, it will never duplicate. It's not going to work for 99.9% of the people, and those that it does work for, it will never duplicate. And that's what we're going to talk about on this week's podcast. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey guys, I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. Before we get started, I believe that I need to really reiterate the top three benefits uh, building a network marketing organization, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, number one is the personal growth, uh, the expansion of your comfort zone that is required to build duplicating teams. And I know it's mainstream right now. People saying, you know, you don't have to expand your comfort zone. You know, 
let me show you how a lazy network marketer built a group of 10,000 people or whatever. But the truth is the number one benefit of this profession is the personal growth. Number two, without question, is the friendships and the relationships you develop with team members. Let me say that again, with team members, not with prospects, with team members, people that you can go to work with, get in the foxhole with, they've got your back, you've got their back, those type of real relationships with real people that are all traveling the same path as you are. And then number three is the freedom and the lifestyle that the residual income can provide. So I don't want people sending me emails saying, Calvert said that network marketing is not about relationships. It certainly is. But relationship with team members is a much different mindset than trying to develop a relationship with a prospect. Here's what I believe about real network marketing teams and not the social club members that are calling themselves team builders in today's network marketing environment. We are all talent scouts. We're looking for those who have worked hard in, we'll call it the minor leagues, but we're never given the opportunity to be in the right place at the right time, with the right company, and the right team culture. That's who we're looking for. We're, we're not looking for people that have never worked and just been part of a social club and, and to join our social club. We have zero interest in that. We're not playing games. We're not attempting to make friends. We're repulsed by the social club mentality network marketing has become. It's no longer a business it's a social club. So to put it simply, we're not, we're, we are looking for the right people at the right time in their life. It's about them. It's about their goals, their reasons. The last thing we want to do, the last thing is try to convince or close people. However, we do want to make sure that if we find the person that we feel like could be a good candidate, that they really understand and know what they're saying no to. So we will follow up relentlessly with custom videos and third-party tools that present the documented facts. We try to keep emotions out of it to the best of our ability, present the facts. And when we approach things this way, and in doing so, we know that the right people who are sincerely looking for opportunity and not emotionally caught up in the in their team social club, the right people will be able to internalize and understand the facts and make the best business decision for themselves. We will develop many authentic, true friendships with team members, again, that we can get in the foxhole with and work with every day towards each other's individual dreams. We're not going to waste our time trying to chat up people in hopes that they're going to like us enough to join our team someday. It's ridiculous. You don't have enough time in the, the rest of your life to be able to build any kind of significant organization trying to do that. And I understand it's mainstream business practice today, but if a thousand people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. I understand that in network marketing in the world, uh, there's been, in the network marketing world, there's been a tremendous amount of propaganda 
propaganda that's been circulated throughout this industry and considered best business practices. However, the facts speak for themselves. The network marketing business model has been on a downward trend since 1995, and I believe personally, to a large extent, because of the propaganda that's been circulated uh, by people with leadership titles who leadership titles, but really have no concept of the sequential systematic process that it takes to develop real leaders on their teams. And please understand, I'm not saying that they're bad people. They're awesome people. They are very supportive. I'm just saying that they bought the wrong propaganda spread by self-proclaimed gurus and leaders that are more interested in selling the masses some kind of foo-foo dust affiliate course or keep team members on auto ship one more month. And, you know, I talk about this whole concept of poaching distributors, which is not valid in the real world. Uh, I talk about this in great detail in session 199 of this podcast. Of this podcast, it's poaching distributors behind the curtain, highlighting Plexus Diamond Emerald Ambassador with a sherry on top of it, Helen McFadden. If you haven't heard that session, it's at 199, momsuccess.com forward slash 199. And I really suggest that you stop this session now and go listen to that one first. If you're sincerely interested in why the idea of poaching does not exist in the real business world. The truth is executives around the world are contacted by headhunters daily. Uh, if you recall that session, I know many of you have heard it, but I, I received just a scathing email from some quote-unquote leader in the ple- in Plexus named Helen McFadden. And she was all over me for stealing away one of her leaders. And the truth is, I mean, she sends me this email that is just full of lie after lie, didn't have a clue what she was talking about. And the truth is her leader contacted me because the Plexus Social Club cult was not providing her, and that's my words, the Plexus Social Club cult was not providing her with the sequential system she needed to move her business forward. So when I tried to reply to Miss McFadden, she blocked me from Facebook. She sent me this scolding message and then blocks me from Facebook. And I have to just ask myself, is this an indication of someone who has who is really interested in the truth? I mean, I'm just asking. I mean, if it, it's a, if it's a real concern, uh, it was more like well, it, it was. I don't think it was a legit concern. I think it was a blast to her ego, honestly. But for the record, uh, just the team member in question, Beth Rodriguez, out in California, uh, a few months in with us, working with us. She's a diamond distributor on our team. She has an organization that's at least ten times the size she had in Plexus. Uh, she's plugged in. Uh, she's on her way to becoming a corporate director, which right in this company, you know, it's one of the top leadership positions available. And I think she'll achieve that this year. But if you haven't heard that session, MLMsuccess.com forward slash 199. 
back in the day, I would take my daughters to the mall, and while they were shopping, I would hang out in the bookstore. Uh, and it seemed like almost every time that I would go to the bookstore, somebody would walk up to me and a- attempt to chat me up. And I was always either in the personal development section or the business section. And they would say something like, how long have you been interested in personal development? And then they might, you know, reach on the shelf and pull off a copy of The Magic of Thinking Big or Psycho-Cybernetics. And they would say, have you read this book? This is a really good book. And then they would get to, well, what do you do for a living? And then on and on, they would ask me a bunch of questions, and then they would invite me to their Tuesday night meeting at the Ramada Inn on New Circle Road in Lexington, Kentucky. I cannot tell you how many times this happened to me because I spent a lot of time in bookstores because I've got three daughters, and they were always wanting to do something, and I tried to you know, take them to the mall as much as often, as much as possible when I was in town or what have you. But this happened over and over and over. And it finally got to the point that when they said, how long have you been interested in personal development? My response was always, how long have you been involved in Amway? How long have you been involved in Amway? And they, you could watch the blood just drain from their face. And, and my point is the right people the right people, immediately see through this unauthentic tactic, immediately. It didn't work then, and it doesn't work now. The fact people are trying to have these type of conversations online doesn't change the fact that they're not authentic, and business-minded people will never respond. They're not going to respond to this. How's the weather in Georgia? You know, I, I mean, it's crazy the, the 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 number of messages like that I get. Uh, how long have you been involved? Have you been involved in? How long have you been an entrepreneur? Whatever, it doesn't matter. The only people that respond to those type that type of approach, online or offline, back then or today, are are lonely people seeking friends. I mean, really, that's that's who normally is going to respond to this. And are these the type of people you really want to attract to your network marketing team? And, and, and guys, ladies and gentlemen, please tell me if I'm missing something here. How in the heck has this type of philosophy become mainstream network marketing, how you create prospects online? Please tell me. Yeah, and I know the people that put out the courses and all that, but the bottom line is, again, if a thousand people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. I don't care how many or how many people have taught this or how mainstream this tactic is and how many gurus are teaching it, it does not work. It's never worked and it will never work if you're seeking business-minded, entrepreneurial-spirited people. I mean, if you're not a wantrepreneur, if you're a real entrepreneur, let me ask you a question. Do you want somebody, and think of those of you that are busy, you got things going on, you're an entrepreneur, do you want somebody to waste your time by trying to chat you up for days 
before they invite you to their Melaleuca Zoom. Do you appreciate this approach from people at all? And, and even if you're not an entrepreneur, when when somebody has befriended you and they talk back and forth with you and then the shoe drops and they invite you to check out their whatever, how does that really make you feel? How does that make you feel? How in the heck does that make any kind of sense at all from any standpoint? I mean, you don't have to answer that because I know in your gut you have to know the answer. I mean, you just have to. But but Dale, I bought a course and it was $197 and that's what it taught me to do. Always ask yourself, who is this person and why am I listening to them? But Dale, that's what everybody's teaching. It doesn't matter. Use your own common sense. Put yourself in that situation. Put yourself in the middle of the bookstore. Put yourself, I mean, really, you know, on our team, we approach people exactly how business-minded entrepreneurs want to be approached. We normally say something like, you know, we're helping a nine-year-old booming European company launch in North America. If you know anybody looking, here's the link, and then we'll send them to NorthAmericaLaunchTeam.com, whatever their website is, and then we'll say, we're only looking for leaders at the moment. Thanks, Dale. Period. Period. That's what we say. Something very similar to that. Look, we're helping a company launch in North America. You don't have to be the sharpest tool in the shed to understand its ground floor. Uh, we give them the link. If you know anybody that's looking, share the link with, with them. Uh, we appreciate it. We're only looking for leaders at the moment. Now, if we just stop and take a breath, a breath. And if someone just talked to an entrepreneur yesterday that's in between gigs, what they, what might they do? What might they do? They might say, well, I got this link yesterday from this guy that's, you know, opening up North America for some company in Europe, you, you know, and send it to them. And yes, that happens for our team members every week, every single week. If, if the person is getting the message and they're unhappy with the lack of training and support that they're currently getting with MOM, with their network marketing company, what might they do? They might click the link. And if they like what they see and they, it gets their attention, the little the video gets their attention, then they'll fill out the form. Yes, it's happening daily for our people. If, and what we're seeing more than anything is people that were involved in network marketing 3, 5, 10, 12, 15 years ago are not actively building a company now, but they're, they're interested. The, the, the video gets their attention. It's a direct approach. And yes, I talk with these people for team members daily, daily. And as I've said, we already had, have, have had dozens that have joined our team. Soon it will be hundreds. And our, it, honestly, it might already be hundreds. And then it'll be thousands. And then it'll be tens of thousands. Because the lack of quality, sequential, proven, step-by-step systems in the network marketing profession is not going to go away anytime soon. 
at all. It's not going to go away in the next 10 or 15 years. I mean, we've been making the same mistake, shooting ourselves over and over in the foot since 1995, and I don't see that changing much. So, yes, we're talking to people every single day, every day, that are replying to a, just a direct, a direct, authentic message. And, of course, I also get these type of messages. You know, I got this this weekend. Some dude, I think he's in Australia. I can't remember. Uh, Bart Cotter. And he he left this message. Let me kind of explain. Well, first of all, here's what he said. Dale, your prospecting approach is tacky and ex- all, all caps, tacky and extremely unprofessional. You are the kind of person that gives MLM a bad name. So again, I, I, I have communications with these type of people every day that drink the Kool-Aid every day. And he was replying to a video, responding to a video I did probably my first month, uh, uh, in the program. I actually did it for some friends of mine that were involved in a company called ASEA, ASEA or whatever it's called. Uh, you know, I kept it private until about two months ago, and I think now it's it's got like twenty five upvotes and one downvote. I wonder who that was, <laughs> but you know, as more and more of our team members were having factual discussions with past and present members of that company, I wanted to make it easy for them to access that video, so we made it public. And you know, so this dude's telling me, Dale, your approach is tacky and extremely unprofessional. You you are the kind of person that gives MLM a bad name. And I understand where he's coming from. I really do. I just disagree a thousand percent. And I said, hi, Bart. I appreciate your comments and and the emotions you have connected with ASEA. You know, he's like a triple diamond with a cherry on top of it or something. And uh, And I said, I went on and I said, I could argue that those attempting to convince others that they have the same opportunity they had when when the company peaked in 2004 gives the profession a bad name as well. I mean, all anybody has to do is type in the name of the company, look at Google Trends, and you'll see when the the interest in that company peaked. I mean, it's not my opinion. It's Google Trends. It's documentation. Uh, you know, so again, I'm dealing with that every day. I got another email this morning and the person said, I'm a six figure earner with Lavelle. If you're going to prospect for your company, you first need to get some social media training and learn how to develop a relationship first. And then they sent me an affiliate link to some junkie self-proclaimed gurus affiliate marketing for network marketers course. And I just responded, thanks for the advice. Uh, how's that working out for you and your team? The truth is, we have burnout Lavelle distributors on our team that are doing awesome, progressing monthly, and adding new customers and team members. And then I just said, and I seen the podcast uh, number 198 here, where I was the number one recruiter uh, in the world my first couple of months with this program. And, 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 and again, it just is amazing to me. How can you be a six figure earner and you're taking the time to send me a message saying, 
If you're going to prospect for your company, you first need to s- some social media training and learn how to develop relationships first, and then send me the link to a junkie uh, self-proclaimed guru's affiliate program. How can that happen? How can that happen? You know, how how is the network marketing so far removed from the real world? You know, headhunting and people moving to their co- competitors is a very common everyday occurrence in the real world. And I'm just shocked at the number of network marketing distributors who've allowed weak, quote-unquote, leaders who have no clue uh, what it means to develop leaders on their team to brainwash them with team building and developing ideas that make no sense whatsoever in the real world. None. Recently, we bought a car for Dawn, my wife. Uh, we ran the wheels off her Jeep back and forth to Kentucky, and it was just time for a new one. Actually, it wasn't a new car. I think buying a new car off the lot is probably the worst money you can spend. Uh, but it was a car with a couple years old with less than 10,000 miles. So we, we bought a car. It's been, I don't know, a few months ago. But my point is, and what I want to communicate is we found one. That both of us really liked. It looked great. The color was phenomenal. Uh, the price was right. The miles were right. And we were ready to buy. I mean, it's like, okay, we're going to do it. Let's go get it done. We have time today. Let's go buy it. And then we noticed that there was no Carfax from the dealer. So we invested whatever the fee is to invest in a Carfax report for ourselves. And when we got the facts, the car facts, we discovered that it was part of uh, the Lemon Law. It had been submitted by the original owner in California as, you know, in conjunction with the Lemon Law, that the car was lemon. They had all kinds of problems with it. So that's why I guess it wasn't a car facts. But uh, honestly, I, I mean, I knew that there were different states had different lemon laws, but I really didn't know much about it. And just a quick definition for the state of Georgia for the lemon law, it says the lemon law creates a way for consumers to remedy a situation where they may be harmed by the continued defects in their vehicle. I like that term, continued defects in their vehicle. The Georgia lemon law intends to encourage manufacturers uh, to take all steps necessary to correct the problem in new cars. Kind of like I've been trying to to communicate to leaders for since I did Network Marketing is a Scam back in 1999, uh, that whole series that we, we've got to understand that the real product in this business is people. The real product is a well-trained distributor, and we've got to – you know, quit telling people what they want to hear so we can keep them on auto ship one more month and start thinking about developing the next wave of leadership on our teams. But I sincerely believe that many people uh, make the mistake when choosing a network marketing company that we almost made when buying down a car. Network marketing is just a vehicle that allows entrepreneur-spirited people to build a real business with real customers and has more 
upside income potential than any business model on the market. There's no business model in the world that gives people above average or average people with above average desire the opportunity to create residual income like the network marketing business model. There's just not one that can compare. But why is it that people can't live, learn, pivot, and then continue to move forward? Why do people insist on holding on to their lemons? Why do they insist to hold on to their lemons when the facts are as plain as day to everyone around them? I mean, and I'm gonna, in a few minutes, I'm, well, I'm going to talk about a company called ACN. There's not a person listening to me on this podcast that doesn't know that, sh- that ship has sailed. There's not one. There's not one person listening. But wh- why do people insist on holding on to their limit, to holding on to their limits? It's, it's the same work. If you're going to build a team, if you're going to create customers, it's the same work. No matter what company you're with, you know, and I've just come to the conclusion that most people would rather ignore the facts and hold on to their lemons instead of finding a reliable vehicle that's based upon the facts around the history of this profession, you know, the timing, right company, right time and place, and so on. Uh, but instead of finding, they would rather hold on to their lemon than finding a vehicle that can take them where they want to go. And I don't understand it. Sincerely, it's fascinating to me. Uh, I, you know, I've had the motto uh, for many years, you know, a wise person learns from their own mistakes. A really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. I mean, I've made many bad decisions in my life, uh, more than I care to admit. And many of us have. Uh, but by nature, I'm a risk taker. And that's really a, a not good it's not a good instinct to have when you're in business. You know, I think I've probably shared on this podcast one time. I bought a house in Cleveland, Ohio, sight unseen, off eBay. Never even saw the thing. And I'm not going to rehash that old story. But I'm a risk taker. You know, I, I am. But I try to live, learn, and make better decisions. You know, again, a wise person learns from their own mistakes, but a really wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And I don't hold on to my lemons. I've learned not to hold on to my lemons. And and I don't know if people insist on doing it because of ego or, I mean, I really don't know why people hold on to their lemons. Why can't they just make a pivot and move on? Okay, they joined the health club in in January and, and then they missed four days. You know, okay, you missed four days. Reevaluate and move forward. Well, Dale, this health club, they didn't have this or that. Okay, readjust, find a new one, move forward. Why do people insist on holding on to their lemons? I don't know. Uh, I believe that if you truly want to progress and move forward, learning to emotionally be able to do this is very, very important, and it's something that we should talk about much more than people do. Let go of your lemons, pivot. Very, very valuable for entrepreneurs. I found a few quotes focusing on the facts and dealing with emotional decisions. I just want to share with you real quickly. Uh, 
Andy Rooney said, I've learned that 60 minutes, dude. Andy Rooney said, I've learned that to ignore the facts does not change the facts. To ignore the facts does not change the facts. Another quote, ignoring the signs is a good way to end up at the wrong destination. Wow. Good people involved with companies who are, that are over that will never provide them the full upside potential. The right company at the right time in history will. I mean, I think about myself back in my Shackley days. Uh, another quote, ignoring facts does not dilute the basis for those facts. It simply means that you are making the conscious choice to be delusional. We talked about that last week's podcast, uh, a industry of delusion. Uh, Fran Tarkadin said, ignoring facts does not make them go away. Uh, I really like this one. It's from William Sabunji. Sabunji. He said, one is either determined to show respect while ignoring facts or to concentrate on facts and then ignore what people need to be called. See, for me, and I would really like to to break that down and, and to really unpack that, I need to do some research on this guy, but concentrate on facts and ignore what people ignore what people need to be called or how they need to be contacted or what they think is socially uh correct what's politically correct i i tend to just look at the facts and then try to get those facts in front of as many people as i possibly can and if that offends somebody because of this or that or the other thing or that's socially not the way to do it you need some social media training my friend it's like i don't i don't give a flying flip you're not the right person next i don't care because i know i know the way that i do it is not offensive I said, look, we're, we're helping a, a company launch. If you know anybody looking, here's the link. And if you find that offensive, that's not on me. That's on you. Uh, another quote. First they ignore you. Then they laugh at you. Then they fight you. Then you win. That's from Gandhi. I love that. First they ignore you. Then they laugh at you. Then they fight you. Then you win. Gandhi. Another one, this is unknown. Truth is like surgery. It hurts, but it cures. A lie is like a painkiller. It gives instant relief, but has side effects forever. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? Has side effects forever. Uh, Mr. Kane said, they have only three tactics. They shift the subject and see this is what happens when, when you start engaging people with facts. And again, I experience this every day, every single day. And it, it lets me know real quickly. I'm, I'm trying to talk to the wrong person at the wrong time in history. They don't get it. They, they do not have the ability to remove their emotions and look at the facts. And here's what they do. They shift the subject. What about this? What about that? Uh, we, this morning on our, uh, our team, our team outreach that we do. So we send out it. It was a three minute video. We added a little intro and then that little outro and like it's now five minutes and 13 seconds. 
but we still call it the three minute video. We should probably call it the five minute and 13 second video, but regardless. So one of our people, somebody's, somebody responded back. The video was not 30 minutes. It was five minutes and 13 seconds. Again, they tried to shift the subject. I mean, what does that have to do with the fact how long the friggin' video was with the fact that this, this company has been operating nine years. They have multiple people making six figures monthly. The product is unique. It will never have a, a competitor because of the unique technology. It's ground floor. It's just launching in the United States. Did you not hear anything that you saw and, and heard in that five minutes and 13 seconds? It's amazing. It, it's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me. It's like, I'm going to watch it, but I'm not going to like it. I'm going to find something to pick apart. So... You called the three-minute video. It wasn't three minutes. It was five minutes and 13 seconds. I mean, are you really are, are, are you really coming from that perspective? Sad. Uh, he continues, Mr. Kane. Uh, they shift the subject. They ignore the facts. Oh, don't they? Are they name call? Am I right? That's all they do. That's right. That's all you can do. That's all you can do when you're holding on to a lemon. That's all you can do. So I'm going to real quickly. This was this was unbelievable. Let me share with you an experience I had this week with a guy that even though, I mean, he cussed me out like a sailor multiple times. He, he did. I sincerely feel sorry for for him. Uh, he's with the network mark company again. I mentioned it earlier. I'm sure everybody that's been around for 30 days or more has heard of called ACN. We'll just call him Mr. Ray's uh, from California or from Colorado, sorry. And he's really an example of the illogical propaganda of chatting up people in hopes that they like you enough that they'll join you in your business. I mean, he's a classic example of that propaganda. And in the future, uh, you know, I just hope that, that some of what we said will take root for this guy. Uh, you know, under no circumstances, people think, well, under no circumstances, Dale, should you ever send a link to a network marker you don't know? And it's like, why? Why? Because your upline told you that? Why? Why is that? Because I'm here to tell you that entrepreneurs and business-minded people appreciate that approach more than you trying to chat them up about how's the weather in Georgia. I promise you. It's not considered best business practices in network marketing. Again, if a thousand people say a stupid thing, it's still a stupid thing. But anyway, this guy watched a three-minute video. Somebody on our team sent him the three-minute video. He and and he watched that. He watched the four stars video, and then he was trying to be slick and evasive. And he sent this email back to our team member. He said, "I like what the company has to offer, and I like the science back products that they have. What I do not like is that it is simply a product based company. That's because he sells services at ACN. That's why he said that." 
He's trying to be slick. The company is so new in the U.S., and that's cool because it has a lot of potential. Of course it does. But if the products were to go away and the owner of the company were to simply say, I'm done, the company is over, and you will be left with nothing, your source of income would be gone. Well, what the heck is that supposed to mean? That can be said about any company that's ever existed in the United States, network marketing or otherwise. If Best Buy decides to close their doors, guess what? People are going to be out of a job. I mean, what? What? there's no logic in that. What is that supposed to even mean? And then he goes on to say, I'm not passionate about pushing products. I've never been good at it. I'm passionate about helping people learn skills and being able to establish a sense of freedom outside of a company, being able to help someone learn a skill from start to finish, and then saying, you've changed my life forever because of this skill. It's priceless. And that is what I am in business for. The list of top earners in the industry uh, that I've worked closely with are guiding my path. So it's like, what is this guy trying to say? He's just muttering. What is he trying to say? That's the response he gives after seeing a three-minute video and a, and then the four-star video. And it's like, what are you saying? What are you mumbling about? I mean, he sounds like a good guy if he really is focused on helping other people and he gets, you know, that, that means something to him. But, I mean, how do you respond to this? And, again, the number of rambling morons that that you deal with every single day is is unbelievable. I mean, it, it sincerely is. So Carlos was the guy that uh, on our team that you're going to hear from in a minute. But but he, he, here's was his response because he's talking about the owner, what the owner leaves, blah blah blah. He said, "You're assuming things about our owner that are simply not true. I understand you feeling that way because of the track record of many owners in this profession, which that's true and documented. Our owner started in the field when he was 17 years old. His goal is to develop more millionaires than any company in network marketing history. See him here." And he's sending the video of an interview with our owner. Uh, our team is 100% focused on leadership development, not pushing products. Uh, my direct sponsor, Dale Calvert, has helped 200 people on his personal team change their life and develop six-figure incomes before retiring at age 39. The company brought him out of retirement. His motto is build people and people will build the business. So I think you two have the same thought process. The video outlines our team training and support. I've heard Dale say multiple times network marketing's number one benefit is self improvement is the number one self improvement course in the world. And he's sending just info about our team training. Uh, you've been around long enough. You should understand that based on what has already happened in 30 countries around the world, this company has the chance to be the next billion dollar company. There's a reason we did over $1 million in sales our second month in North America, and you shouldn't miss it. Uh, I can get you on Dale's call calendar if you are ready, if you are ready to seriously evaluate what's going on and the opportunity for leaders in the North American market. Do you want me to schedule a call with Mr. Calvert? So in my opinion, he answered it perfectly, perfectly. And I'm going to share with you 
our conversation. And as I do, because I started talking with this guy through Instant Messenger, through Facebook Messenger. And as I share our conversation, I want to ask you, just ask yourself, at any time, am I trying to convince him he should join us? Or am I just trying to get him to open his mind long enough to look at the facts? That's all anybody needs to do. Look at the facts. Get your emotions out of it. Uh, honestly, I hope most of the people that I communicate with on a daily basis, honestly, I hope they don't join us. Uh, but my hope is down the road, three, four, five years, when they figure things out, if they still are involved in this profession and they, they, they understand I was just listening to the wrong person, that they'll end up joining one of our team members. I mean, really, that's kind of what, what my thoughts are most days. And I understand that some people are loyal, so loyal or so brainwashed to the point that nothing anyone says will help them look at the facts for themselves so they can see things clearly. And what I normally try to do is get out of those conversations as quickly as possible, plant the seed deep and move on. Uh, I communicated with this guy much more than I normally would because honestly, honestly, and this is my fault, but I find brainwashed people who don't have the ability to even consider the other side of an issue, just they're just fascinating for me. They're just fascinating. So I'm sitting there working, doing my thing. I've got multiple projects going on. I've got a call coming up at 5 o'clock. Uh, already scheduled, and at 4.48, I get this uh, this instant message from Mr. Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S, we'll call him. Uh, he said, hey, Dale, I wanted to send you a quick message about one of your downline. I tried to tell him he was going about prospecting all wrong. He's saying he doesn't have time for that. When I told him he needs to try to get to know someone before he just vomits his link in Messenger, okay? So anyway, I know what Carlos sent him. I know what he replied to. I know he watched two videos. I know the follow-up message. And if he didn't like, if he didn't like him sending him the link, then why did you watch the videos? Again, I don't want to go too far because I go down many roads here. But Anybody that teaches you to develop relationships with people before you pitch your product or opportunity is only teaching you how to waste hours of your life that you're never going to get back. Now, I didn't say that. He goes on. I told him my company, which I've already planted my flag, and I didn't care. Uh, I didn't care if I wasn't already making a quarter million dollars a year. He said he didn't care if I wasn't making a quarter million dollars a year, I should take a look. The dude is really bad, has a really bad attitude, and I think you need to grab a hold of him before he really screws your guys' names up in the in the marketplace. I'll be seeing you at the top, but not sure this guy will. And I'm thinking, what is he doing? Why, why, why does he feel the need to tell me that – this guy is approaching people exactly the way that it, he needs to in order to not waste times with duds. 
And do you not think that I don't know that you've already watched a couple of videos and I've already seen the email that you've sent him where you're trying to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. It looks good, but you know, I'm not into products. I'm into services basically that I've already shared with you. I mean, the guy's just trying to be slick and he's not fooling anybody. So my response was, who was it? What company are you with? Like, and so he sends me this thing complaining about one of our people. Who was it? What company are you with? And he said back, your buddy Carlos. I'm not trying to bash him. I'm sorry if it came across that way. I'm just really trying to help. Uh, again, you know, just because you've been taught a certain way does not mean that they are the most productive. Okay, so I'm thinking, well, what company are you with, dude? You know, is what I'm thinking. And I said, what company are you with? So he told me, Carlos, he said, your buddy Carlos, I'm not trying to bash him. I came across that way. I'm really just trying to help. Okay, cool. What company are you with? And he sent me some kind of uh, acronym that I don't know what it meant. I didn't know if he was trying to send me something I'm supposed to know what that means or if he was just trying to, if he misspelled the company or whatever. So I said, you know, so he sends me something that's unlegible. And I said, what company? This is a clue. He said, I don't think my company matters. Just wanted you to know he was trying to prospect me and, and we're not supposed to talk to other network marketers about our program. What? It's, we're not supposed to talk to other network marketers about our program. So the fact that he doesn't want to t- tell the name of his company, what do you think that says? What does that really say? It really says that every, every network marketer and their brother has already seen that program because it peaked. I can't remember. It was like 2014 or something. And then he goes on to say, I need guidance myself, but geez, he needs to attend a training. And I'm thinking to myself, he's been through more training in 60 days than you've been in the, that you've been involved in in the last five years because of what we're doing through our Zoom outreaches and so forth. So this is what I'm thinking. And I said, so he said, I don't think the name of my company really matters. I said, of course it matters. If you're not making at least $250,000 a year, you probably should have listened to Carlos. And then he comes back and he says, I listen to millionaires. Uh, I'm all set. And I, I listen to millionaires. I'm all set. I have my opportunity. And again, this mentality, uh, I'm trying to help this guy. You know, it's like, I just want to leave him alone, I'm trying to help this guy. But I said, look, that's your first mistake. It's not about how much money they've made. It's about how many people have they helped move forward because real leaders don't develop followers. They develop other leaders. Do yourself a favor, my friend, and watch this. And I sent him the three secrets nobody shares in network marketing. That's over at uh, MLMSuccess.com uh, under the blog post uh, to watch. And I'm, and I'm done. You know, I'm, i got to get on the phone. And then he comes back. 
So you're the one teaching people to get going to other network markers and play my dog is bigger than your dog. I'm sure that's slang that they probably say every day on every webinar in that company. I'm sure. My, I never heard my dog's bigger than your dog. And I just said, did you watch the video? And then he comes back. Patrick Mazur, that's who I do meetings with. And I said, yes, I'm familiar with Patrick and his brother. They kind of prove the point of the video I sent you, don't they? Because they do. Young, ambitious kids got involved in ACN, right time, right place, went to work probably 13, 14 years ago, have made millions. So, yes, they prove the point of the video. So I said, yeah, I'm familiar with them, respect them. Uh, but it kind of proves the point of the video, doesn't it? And he says, so what are you saying? Yours is bigger and better than mine? So I should leave mine for yours? Is that what you're saying? I said, watch the video, and we can have an intelligent, factual discussion. Watch it for you, not for me, not for Carlos. Your time is the most valuable asset you have. Much success. And then he says, how long have you been doing this? And I said, I have a call at five. Watch the video. I'm trying to help you. And I was done. I was done. So I'm on my call. I come back and I get this other message from you. So, dude, you're just trying to recruit me. And, and this was a voice message. And he's kind of belligerent. You're just trying to recruit me, blah, 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 blah. And I said, look. To myself, I think this guy's not even smart enough to understand. I'm not trying to recruit him. I believe he should be questioning what he's been taught. That's it. And then, and then he sent me another voice message and another voice message. And I'm trying to ignore the guy. And finally, I just sent him the trends, uh, Google Trends. I copied it, showed where it had peaked, whatever, 2014. Uh, I sent him... I sent him that, and it's like, here's the facts. Look for yourself. And I said, honestly, I'm not trying to defend you, but I hope you watch the video. I hate to see good people involved in the wrong cultures at the with the wrong companies at the wrong time in history. I sincerely wish you well. You know, I'm one of the few people walking on the planet that knows what it feels like to develop 200-plus six-figure earners on my personal team. Our, our our organization is booming. We're growing fast. And honestly, you know, we're looking for a certain type of person to qualify our, and even access our our team training systems anyway. Can you imagine how many people I've heard? Oh, I've had the exact same conversation with over the last 40 years. People that have found the company that they're going that they planted their flag, but are not progressing and moving forward. So go do whatever you do. Watch the video. Sincerely, much success. And I used his first name there. I'm not going to use it, but his first name. And then he comes back. <laughs> the team I am with puts in over 100,000 reps a month. First of all, I doubt if that's true. I sincerely doubt if that's true. But even if it is, it kind of proves my point. I don't care. How many reps have you sponsored in the last 90 days? And if you're not averaging five a month, you have no chance of fulfilling your upside potential with you, with the company that you're with. It's just, again, 
what what do they 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 change you know they de- deflect facts they they're they're not willing to look at the f- the facts and and I could go on and on and on and again I had way too much conversation with this guy uh you know then he wants to tell me how some RSVP three years ago or something joined and had never been in network marketing before and now they're doing really good and so on and so forth. So that's what they're, they're trying to find isolated incidences of success. And, and they won't look at the overall big picture where the company is, when they peaked, how many people have already done extremely well with that company. It's a solid company, you know, and, and, and again, I, I don't want this guy, uh, you know, I, I sincerely, I sincerely don't. So then he says, well, you're just a jerk. And I says, does, does, does trying to convince you that, that does, does you thinking I'm trying to convince you to join us give your ego some kind of boost? Because honestly, I think there's something to that. And again, I'm not going to spend any thought on it, but I really think this guy is thinking, oh, he's trying to recruit me. And somehow that boosts his ego because it's the last thing I was trying to do. I said, you're the last person I want on my team. I'm hoping this helps you in the future when you have the ability to understand and look at Google Trends and other stats trying to be, prevent people I'm, I'm just trying to prevent people from chasing the wrong opportunity at the wrong time in history i missed herbalife and i missed al williams because i saw things as you do i've already established i don't want you on our team i just hope that in the future this conversation and and video if you watch it will make things will help you see things from a realistic mindset. Nothing like MOM if you're with the right company at the right time. And I have nothing else to say. I've got another call. And I did kind of rub salt in the wounds. I said, for another leader for Carlos, by the way. And then he goes in, you're a blankety blank blank. You really are. You're a piece of blank in this industry. You you think you have all the blankety blank answers? And again, it's 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 that's this is after my other phone call. I get all this, and I just finally said, "Look, I'm telling you, ACN is over. The big money's already been made. You have to find the right team and the right company in the future with the right team culture if you want to fill your full." upside potential with this industry and then it's like you are blankety 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 i mean i couldn't even begin i mean i've got the recording but it's like i've just hit a nerve and it's like i I wasn't really trying to hit a nerve i'm just trying to get somebody to engage their brain but you're going to deal with this every day every day and and i sincerely wish mr ray's the best but I also understand that when you allow yourself to be brainwashed with illogical, illogical business practices, getting past this is very difficult for most people. And, and it has long-term effects on network markers. I mean, there's people, I mean, w- there's been so much 
false information propagated throughout this profession since 2000 that some people have been so indoctrinated into certain cultures that they'll never recover from it. You know, as my Ron, my friend Ron Henley says, the biggest challenge in network marketing is, is trying to help people unlearn all the crap that they've been taught by those that don't have a clue. So, guys, I just share this to say this is just part of the deal. And don't let yourself get so far down a road that makes no business sense to anybody except you. And the reason they're told not to talk to other network markers is because every network marker has already heard of ACN. That's why there's a lot of things that are being told by different uplines and different companies because they don't want people looking behind the curtain. They try to keep people excited and stupid. That's just the culture. That's what the business has become. So to wrap this up, uh, I record a short session with Carlos, uh, um, our team member, and we don't get into discussion about Mr. Ray's, but I think this will give you a much clearer understanding of what developing a sequential distributor training system and team culture is really all about. So let's listen to this short conversation I had with my friend Carlos out in Colorado. Hey guys, it's Dale again. Uh, I'm going to tell you a quick story. Probably I was on vacation and we had our office phone with us, which we normally don't bring, but we did. And we never answered after five o'clock. Usually somebody else is, is answering it up till five. And then after five, we just let the answer machine pick it up. And for some reason, I was waiting on Dawn to get ready. We were getting ready to go out, and the phone rang, so I answered it. And on the other end of the phone was this young man in Colorado uh, named Carlos. He was telling me about he had read Robert Kiyosaki, and Robert Kiyosaki was talking about uh, network marketing as a business, and you can get involved and find mentors. And this was a 20-year-old young man. And long story short... Um, we talked that day. He got on a webinar, if I recall, that night. He's been with us now about 60 days. I think he has an unbelievable upside future, and I wanted to introduce him today. And that's Carlos. Carlos, welcome. Appreciate you being with us today. Thank you, Dale. Hello, guys. Like you said, I'm Carlos Nieto, and uh, the man is right. I mean... I still remember he, I've told him, I've told him ever since I met him that if, I don't know where I would be if, if he wouldn't have picked up that phone. Because ever since he did pick up that phone, I, this, this culture, his team is everything I've been looking for. I mean, I know I'm young, but since I was a kid, I, I knew, I knew what I wanted. I knew I wanted to be free. I didn't want to work all my life. So, I started learning, learning, and I people told me to read Robert uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad, which I did, and I got I got into it like real deep. I read most of his books. The last book that I read was uh, all about network marketing. It basically showed me how to look for the right team, and I think I did. I mean. I came across Dale Calvert's uh, uh, video, his number. I called him, 
I still remember that day. Um, I was sitting in, in my couch. I was almost falling asleep and it kept ringing, ringing. And I, I was like, he's not going to answer the phone. And he answered it. And, uh, like I said, I don't, I'm happy that he did because I mean, yeah, I, I love the, the North, the North America launch team and, and the culture and, uh, and yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So you, you, you've only been with us about 60 days, but you know, because of, you know, you've really plugged in the work ethic that you've put forward, uh, the way the compensation plan structured in this company. I mean, you've already got, you know, over 30 people on your team. Uh, how has your life really changed in the last 60 days, would you say? Oof, it's, it's really changed a lot. I mean, it's never changed so much in such a short period of time. Uh, I mean, the people in the team, uh, the, the system, the, the process in the team, it's, it's just, it's so pronounced and, uh, it's just changed me so much. I mean, even today, uh, Dale knows that my car broke down. I've, I've been having trouble with it. Uh, but it's not, it's not normally it would really take me down and put me in a really negative state of mind. And, it just doesn't no more. I'm like, it's like, I'm bulletproof. Uh, you know, I wouldn't really, Robert Kiyosaki said, look for network marketing for the personal development. And now I really, I can really feel what he said. And, uh, it's just a, a feeling you guys would have to feel because words can't explain it. It's just, it's taken my confidence to, I would find myself thinking so negative and now I just find myself naturally thinking in a confident way. And like I said, you would, you would have to feel it. Words can't explain it. That's right. That's right. But you know, when, when you get aware of your own self-talk and, you know, I know you're a member of uh, the CMG book club as well. And, and we just got a great group of people that are building the right culture. Um, you know, I know that you, that you've listened to Jim Rohn, how to build a network marketing business. I know that's something that you listen to over and over and over as, as we, we, we try to tell, communicate to people, look, that's something you need to memorize that you don't just need to listen to it. But Jim Rohn says formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated, you can create a fortune, and you're 20 years old. I mean, what do you see? Where do you think you'll be in five years when you're 25? If you had to have to had to dream about it, had to think about it, with with everything you've got going on right now, what do you think? Where do you think you'll be when you're 25? I mean, even in just one year, um, I know that, and I know it, and. I've tried different things and I don't have that feeling, but now I feel it. And I know that in one year, I'm not going to have to be in my job no more. I'm, right. I'm not going to have, I don't, I'm not going to need a job no more. And in five years, I mean, people think I'm crazy when I say this, but I feel it. And I know in five years, I'm going to be uh, one of Dale's millionaires. Um, <laughs> 
just the yes, numbers, sir. like the 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 people that I have in my team, my downline already. It's the numbers are crazy, and the results the results say it and they show it. But but yeah, that's and not only that, but it's not about the money. But in in five years, I see myself as a very confident man. Yes, sir. You've grown unbelievably in the last, since I've known you last couple months. It's amazing the difference. And, uh, you know, you're going to be able to help a lot of other people. I've told you that from the beginning. I believe that. You know, I really do. Um, yeah. Are you starting to get that picture of being able oh, to help yeah. other Carloses? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's actually how I see uh how I see myself in the future just I'm going to be able to remember myself when when I was 20 years old looking for an opportunity and being able to help someone that's looking that's actually yes, looking sir. out and that that yes, uh being able to help that those kind of people is it's priceless. That's right. That's right. We're so glad you're part of this team. You know, I know there's people listening to this that think I have I have a 20 year old son, daughter, aunt, or or nephew or niece, somebody that probably needs to hear this. Um, so I appreciate you giving me a few t- few minutes. I know you're, you're you're having some car issues as we talked about earlier before we hopped on here. But Carlos, if people want to. What's your your North America Launch Team dot com forward slash? What is your website if people want to uh, communicate with you directly? Okay, yeah, uh, my website is North America Launch Team dot com forward slash Brighton dash Colorado forward slash and period and and that's it. Brighton, Colorado. Yeah, Brighton, Colorado. How, how do you spell Brighton? B R I G H T O N. Got it. Brighton, Colorado. All right, my friend. I hope we get the chance to meet personally uh, sometime this year. Thank you for giving me, uh, giving us some time today, and uh, go get your car fixed. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Thank you, Carlos. Man. Thank you and and the people in the team. Thank you guys so much. Yes, sir. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. As I've tried to communicate for years, always ask yourself, who is this person? Why should I be listening to them? You know, it's great that Mr. Ray's mentors have made millions of dollars, but that's really not the issue. Uh, do they have sequential systems in place that will allow them to teach Mr. Ray's how to teach Sally to teach Howard? Do they have sequential systems proven in place that when people plugged into it, they will learn how to teach Joe to teach Martha to teach Becky? That is really the only thing that matters in a business model that's based upon duplication. Why we can't figure that out as an industry blows my mind. It sincerely, it just blows my mind. You know, there's a reason that over 60% of network marketers only enroll one to four people a year. 60%, one to four a year. 
mainstream business practices like chatting up strangers on social media is definitely one of those reasons. Uh, I hope this session provokes thought. I sincerely do. Think about it, guys. Reevaluate what you're doing, who you're listening to. Uh, this is Dale Calvert. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.